what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss, the other people's mentor. And this is episode 276 of the show. This episode is all about mentorship and how to become a better mentor for your people, which I think in a time of COVID, quarantine, whatever you want to call it, we are in need more than ever for good mentors and good leaders. So if you want to listen to this episode, maybe pull over, take notes, do your thing, do your thing. I think this is one that you definitely want to take notes for. Today's reviewer of the show is V Hens with a Heart. I was introduced to Jesse Lee just recently during the Eric Worry virtual event. She blew my mind. I've never met or even seen anyone with your passion and energy. I love it. So yes, girl, I'm hoping to learn as much as I can from you. My husband even said, wow, she's incredible. I struggle with mindset and discipline. From what I've seen so far, if you need to learn how to grow, this is your girl. Wow. Cannot wait to learn more. Jesse Lee, I just think you're awesome. Thank you so much for the five-star reviews, guys. They mean a lot to me. Obviously, I don't run any ads on here. And to keep it that way, let's make sure we subscribe. Screenshot this when you get uh, any kind of benefit out of it. Put it in your Instagram story. Tag me at I'm Boss Lee. Tag some friends and put your biggest takeaways. I will reshare several of them. As always, if you can subscribe and leave a review, it means a lot to me. And if you want me to train your teams of at least 30 or more, feel free to email askjessielee at gmail.com, A-S-K, Lee, like my name, at gmail.com. Pick a topic and we'll go. Love you guys and appreciate you. Hope you love episode 276 of the show on mentorship. Enjoy. Today's call. Today's call I'm excited about, as always, 212, like I said, is one of my favorite calls, will always be one of my favorite calls. And this is actually going to be about commitments you can make to become a great mentor. And so the one thing I will say is mentorship is very similar to leadership in the sense of I think it is basically our duty to make sure we continue to grow. You are never done learning. You are never done growing. Anybody who says, oh, I'm, I'm a leader, I've made it, is probably not a leader who's made it. Right. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the constant pursuit of better. It's the constant pursuit of, um, you know, trying to become a better version of yourself. Right. Just a constant pursuit of being a better version of yourself. And so yourself, and because we were talking about how many personal recruits I had last month, I want to tell you, some people are not ready to be led and some people are not ready to be mentored. Some people are also not ready to be coached. Some people, when reality is slapping them in the face, they literally can't see it. Does anyone know somebody like this? Like, you're like, what are you doing? Like, oh my gosh, this is really frustrating, okay? And for you to maintain your ability to coach, mentor, teach, train the people who do deserve your time, part of your job as a mentor and or a leader is judging people's actual potential and then finding and developing more leaders. So people ask me all the time, uh, you know, especially as I do all of these, these live videos, people are saying, well, somebody asked the other day, how do you feel when somebody is not performing well in the business? How do you treat them? And I'm like, literally the same, because for me, it's not about the results you get. It's about the energy you put into it. Does that make sense? So for me, I match your energy. I match where, how you're showing up. It's really not about what the results are yet because you have to develop the skill sets and great leaders, great mentors understand that they understand you're looking, you're matching the hatch. So if somebody, so the reason why I dropped the link for the free gifts to come from corporate right at 1212, I did it on purpose, right? I did it on purpose because I want to match your energy. You're excited about your business. If you're showing up every week after eight, nine weeks, whatever this has been saying, I'm here. I, I want to show up and lead and grow, right? Um, in the same token, the people who are not showing up each week or haven't shown up on this call for weeks yet are telling you words, lip service, 
telling you they care about their business, telling you they want to grow, telling you they want to change their family's life, telling you that they want to do all these things, whether they're scared and nervous, we're all scared and nervous. But nobody is, nobody is inspired by what people, by the words that are coming out of people's mouths. They're inspired really by, by how the words make them feel. That's what they remember. And then watching the actual action, following the steps. I started this call by telling you some of my personal activity last month to show you my feet are moving, right? To show you it's not just, let me inspire you. I'm the leader of the empire. You know what I mean? That's, that's one thing, but it's a different thing when you're in my house and you watch me work, right? It's a different thing. Um, Shauna spent the last, spent, I don't know, five, six days here at my house and somebody said, you know, what did you come here for? And she's like, I needed to be around Jesse Lee's energy. And then if you watch, and then I said, well, what's it like when you watch me work? And she's like, it just doesn't stop. It literally doesn't stop. It's good for her to be able to see that so she can match the energy. And it's, I said it before, you guys have probably heard me say it, but it's like, can you imagine if I was sitting on your shoulder at your actual house? Like, how would you work, Deb? How would you work, Erin? How would you work, Jen? What would it look like, Lizzie or Lizbeth or Nicole or Stephanie or Crystal or Tina Joe or Lee, Tracy, Kelly, Katie? You'd be like, I'm doing nothing. And you sometimes think you're working hard until you watch somebody work. And you're like, oh, oh, I, oh, oh, that's different. That's different. You know what I mean? You see the differences in it. So part of being a good leader is being able to for lack of a better word, judge other people's potential and finding, like I said, finding and developing more leaders, discerning what they're good at, knowing where those people are in their journey, giving appropriate assignments and helping them get where they need to go. And so the bottom line is that nobody in this business can get where they want to go by themselves. So as much as I mentioned my personal activity, my personal activity, even though those numbers are pretty impressive, it doesn't, it's not a drop in the bucket compared to what the whole team did. You know what I mean? Compared to what the whole team did, my personal sales, my personal recruits, my personal trial sales, it's a drop in the bucket. How many of you understand what I'm trying to say? Right. So if I say, oh, I personally sell over a million dollars a year, that's a fact. It's a fact. But what does our team do in a year? Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It hits a little different. So remembering you can't do it alone and understand, understanding that it is our job to establish great teams beneath us, that is strong. That is where the strength is. And it's not about having followers. It is about the ability to to continue to surround yourself and develop more leaders. That's why I like this 212 call. I like this 212 call because it's not about developing followers. It's about developing leaders. And there is a difference, okay? So I'm a big, strong, firm believer in the power of mentorship. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in teaching. I'm a firm believer in guiding. I'm a firm believer in setting the pace. I'm a firm believer in lifting people up. I'm a firm believer in people's wisdom. I want to tell you something that I loved when I was at Brian's house this past week. And you might have already read it in my Instagram post. But every day I would walk up those stairs. So I was sleeping in the basement in the dungeon. It was amazing. So dark and quiet and cold. <laughs> okay. So I would walk upstairs every day after, after sleeping. And he is not sleeping very well. So I don't think he's really, he's getting up super, super early. 
And I would walk in there early in the morning uh, and he would be sitting in a chair reading every morning. Every morning. And this is somebody who is no longer building the business actively, right? This is not somebody who is trying to recruit anybody. This is not anybody who's trying to sell to more people. That's not what this is, right? But how is he going to mentor me? How is he, he's, he's not my mentor, but how would he mentor people? How would he inspire people? How would he grow into that 1% better that he says he is trying to strive to become if he is not being that leader, if he is not gaining more wisdom? And for me being around him, he has more wisdom in network marketing than I do. He built for 25 years. So I want you to think about that. People say, you know, why do you surround yourselves with Eric? He doesn't build anymore, blah, blah, blah. I surround myself with people who are better than me or have more experience than me because people that are older than me have wisdom, right? They have wisdom. They have experience. They can pull things together. You can see things from a different perspective. And so right when you think you're done growing is pretty much when, you're, when you start dying, right? When you think, oh, it's done. The, the game's done. It's over, right? Is when it really can be over. Right. By the way, um, just like a side note, make sure you guys are registered for that free uh, recruiting challenge, right? The free seven-day recruiting challenge. Um, going to be super, super strong. I would get all of your teams registered if you haven't already. And if you haven't purchased your ticket for GoPro yet, make sure you grab your ticket under the Empire Room. It's going to be super great. I'm excited about it. So anyway, but that recruiting challenge is going to be bonkers. I'm pretty pumped about it. So that's great, 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 awesome. A lot of dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So Wherever you are on your leadership journey, and this is really what I saw from Brian when I was at his house, there is somebody uh, there is somebody you can learn from, first of all, and there is somebody that you can grow from. And there is, some, I think that's the same thing I just said. There's also somebody that is earlier than you. So those of you who are maybe new, or you feel new, or you're ranked one, two, three, four, five, and you're like six, seven even, and you're like, oh gosh, who am I going to lead? There's always someone earlier. There's always somebody who needs your mentorship. So you owe it to them and to yourselves to offer it to them. And write this down because this is really where I like to come from. And this is kind of my philosophy around why I do what I do and why I show up at the level I do. What is the point of success if we cannot share it with others? What is the point of success if we cannot share it with others? I have to tell you, there is something special about walking into people's houses here around Texas because I'm so close to them, obviously, um, physically and obviously on a personal level as well. Like walking into Jenny's house yesterday for her birthday and seeing a house that I saw their house before they lived in a house like that, and it, it sucked. It was this gross house in Richardson. I hated it. And then the apartment buildings Joshua lived in before then, it's, they sucked. I hated them. They were like bachelor pads, right? And seeing the way both of their lives have completely changed because of the opportunity, that to me, it just feels so good. And this is one of the only professions I know of where, you know, you make the kind of success you want in life by helping others get what they want. Talk about that quote a lot. Like going downtown to Dallas and seeing Sydney's apartment that is like quite overpriced for what it is, but she has a yard. So her dogs get a little yard. It's really cool for me. You know, I, I, I helped birth Lincoln in a little apartment in Washington state with Courtney and Joshua. And now they've got this big old house here in, in Texas. Like it's kind of cool, right? It's kind of cool when you get to see the people you love and care about go from 
despondent and broken down and very bent into their whole lives changing. But no matter where you are in your leadership journey, you can mentor people that are at that first stage of their journey, even when you don't feel like you know what you're doing, right? So I want you to think about that. And this is how I like to, um, how I like to kind of decide, I guess, who I, who I'm going to spend time with. And I mentioned, first of all, the energy, like match the hatch. I talked about it, I think last night, it was definitely last night on training. And I said, how many of you, when you're just starting to date somebody, like not like dating, like in a relationship, but you're kind of dipping your toe into stuff. If you're texting and they're giving you dusty energy, (laughs) you know what I mean? They're giving you dusty energy and you're, you're sending three texts and then they're sending like one text. They're texting you like twice a day and you're texting like 11 times a day. It's like, ew, I don't like how this feels, right? Match people's energy. I think that's a really good example that makes things super clear, super clear for people. Yeah, dipping your toe into stuff, right? All right, so that sounded gross, but yes, Michael. All right, so the first thing is I want us, when we are mentoring people, I want us to select people whose philosophies are similar to ours, okay? It is difficult to develop people whose values are completely different than yours, right? Um, especially as I build on TikTok right now, there's some conversations with people who are like, oh, I don't, I don't do internet marketing. I'm like, okay, I don't think this is a good fit. Or people who are super, uh, we have a lot of conversations about empathy on this team, obviously, unwilling to hear other people's stories. I'm like, I don't think this team is a good match for you. You sound quite on the racist side. Don't think this is gonna be the home for you. We'll probably actually high key attack you on this team. You might need to uh, find a new opportunity. Okay. Okay. Cause I'm not going to be able to coach through that. Your philosophies are a little different on human rights than mine. So you might want to step to the left. I need to go this way. All right. No hate here, mate. I like that. I really like that. So, and in general, right? In general, people whose business philosophies, personal philosophies, whatever value system is similar to yours. Now, here's the cool thing. You know, I do a frontline Zoom every week and I encourage the leaders as well to do a frontline Zoom. And the reason I do that is, for a different way, I don't know how else to explain it, except for it's almost like when you're frontline to me, there was something so deep that connected us together. And I know it's not just frontline. There's some of you that are like, no, you're my sister. I know that. Okay. But there's something that is so deep sometimes when it's someone who chose you because the value alignment is there. Does that make sense? And so on the frontline Zoom, I am, I am like way out there sometimes. I am way, way, way silly, Jesse Lee, like reading inappropriate memes sometimes, like doing the most because it's like, those are my people. Those are my people. And so I want you to think about that. When you are choosing to build a team, are you aligned philosophically with them? Um, if you're part of this team, if you're on this call, you're probably not really down with typical network marketing. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Like just you can put yes in the chat or, you know, raise your hand. We aren't 
slimy. We aren't scammy. We don't lie about our checks. We don't lie about our volume. You can't lie about your rank on our team. I post your ranks in the team page. You will look like an actual psychopath if you lie, right? We are transparent. We are a customer-built team. If that's not your philosophy, bet me that your team is going to come to me like, I got a problem. I've got a real big problem right now. Philosophically speaking, (laughs) I'm no longer aligned, okay? I want you to think about that. So I don't know what that accent is. My voice is half gone, Brittany Anderson. Don't attack me. That was a Trump accent. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I've been watching too many, too many TikToks. You thought it was Trump? Oh my God. What's Joe Biden sound like? I can't, I didn't, I don't know what to do. I don't know his accent. Oh my God. All right. I'll try different accents. I'll try some accents on for size. Okay. All right. So philosophically, when I'm mentoring people, I want it to be people that are aligned with me. All right. The second thing that I like to do is When I'm picking people to mentor, I want to choose people with potential that I genuinely believe in. I already talked about matching the energy, but here's the thing. You know, I talked about touching the ketones, okay? I talked about you touch the ketones, you put the good love all over the ketones, and then you send them out into the world, woo! Okay, I talked about that, but it's the same thing. All right, when you're on a coaching call, a mentorship call with somebody where you're like, oh my God, here we go again. Okay, it's going to be difficult for you to actually mentor them. Because if you don't believe in the person, you won't give them the time and energy they need. And before long, they will feel your lack of confidence in them. So as as they're building on their potential, the more you believe in their potential, it will empower them. You know, I've used this example before, but I love this example because it's so true. This is a real story. So I'm sure Megan's on here, but let me tell you about the first thousand coaching calls with Megan Hunter, where I believed in Megan Hunter and Megan Hunter did not believe in her. And it was basically a therapy session where I let her talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. But I had so much belief in that woman. I kept showing up for her and talking to her about how it's okay it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm here. I believe in you. It's okay. I'm here. I believe in you over and over and over again. And the more I just said that and kind of let her talk, she started becoming more empowered to step into who she is as a leader. And so it's interesting because, um, you know, I don't know how many of you know who Tom Brady is. Does anyone know who Tom Brady is? Oh, mamacita. He's so sweet. Okay. So We know who Tom Brady is. So Tom Brady was drafted very, very low. Like, what is he, a 10th or a 14th or something crazy draft round pick? Like, really low in the draft. Like, everyone said that he was like, he looked like, you know, um, who is that little green guy? Gumby. He looked like Gumby, right? He is a nobody. And he went to 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 the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick believed in him. Low man on the totem pole. And they kept saying, you could be the greatest. 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 And so you look at this and you look at some of the, the, our country's or the world's best professional athletes. And they've come from like tiny colleges or they've come from backgrounds where nobody was looking. Or Clay Matthews. I know we have Packers fans on here because we got a big old Wisconsin team. Clay Matthews, linebacker, sexy, sexy man. Sexy man was not drafted. He was not drafted. He was a free agent. 
And now he's one of the best linebackers to play the game. So I want you to think about this, right? Some people, sometimes you just need somebody to recognize your potential and bring the opportunity out on who they are. And so the secret is mentorship, right? You need to mentor people where you believe they can go. And so it might not seem like a big deal to send the text messages of, I'm proud of you, Agnes, or uh, Alicia, you're amazing. Or Shaylee, I see how plugged in you are. You've been really active on these Zooms these last few things. I see a million Shaylee comments everywhere. Or, hey, what's going on? I'm super, super proud of you, Penny. What's up? Uh, you, you know, whatever. So many of you. Like Katie hit, hit, hit a new rank last month. I got the text message. I'm fired up about it. Like all of these little things, letting people know that they're seen and appreciated, you can allow people to step into that. You can allow people to step more into how strong they actually are. So when you're choosing to mentor people, pay attention to that. Pay attention to that, okay? The next tip when it comes to mentorship, okay, Kayla Han, I'll say your name, is determine what, I can't believe Kayla's on here, another major surgery two days ago, and here she is. Here she is on the Zooms again. I'm going a, I'm to a Instagram your doctor again, I swear. But anyhow, all right? To help, part of mentorship is determining what they need. So Eric talks about this a lot as giving people assignments, right? But determining what those potential leaders need, it involves learning and knowing their strengths and weaknesses. So when you're having a conversation with somebody, it's okay if you're like, I don't know how to do that yet. It's okay to ask. Hey, Enrico, just wondering, like, what do you think your strengths and weaknesses are? Hey, Amber, what are your strengths and weaknesses? Candace, what's up, sister? What are your strengths and weaknesses? Kenny, hey, girl, what's going on? Why, what, are we going to go to the next rank next month? What is the strengths? What are the weaknesses? How can I help coach and guide you? All right, Lindsay, what's going on in France over there? It's probably freezing, probably snowing, probably terrible, but your food's good. Like, where, you know, are, are we going to be ranked five this month? What's the plan? Where are we going? All right, Daniela, come on now. I see you in your gorgeous photographs. What's the plan? What do you need? How can I coach you? How can I mentor you? How can I take you help take you to that next level. And so have those conversations. People's strengths indicate the direction in which they need to go, right? And this is at least in my opinion. So in my opinion, what I mean by that is, you know, I, I call it like the Michael Jordan kind of thing. There was this, and it's not even like this anymore, but really two years ago, the big thing in network marketing was all the coaches and trainers were like, don't double down on your strengths. Get good at your weaknesses like Michael Jordan did. And I'm like, I don't know about that, right? Like, I don't know about that. And even still, he didn't end up being the best rebounder in the league. He was never the best defensive player. He still maintained being the best offensive player. Do you know what I mean? So, like, find out what someone's strengths are and maybe have them double, triple, quadruple down on that. Just because somebody might not currently be good at recruiting, can you mentor them through how to be better to their customers because they're great at getting customers? So that when they're great at getting customers, you can pivot part of their customer follow-up script to mention that there's a business attached. So you can mentor them through that and then they can become a powerful recruiter, right? Like it's taking those strengths and building on those strengths instead of defeating people. You know, as an example, we all know Jesse Lee's bad at math. Jesse Lee's bad at organization. Jesse Lee's bad at cleanliness. So Jesse Lee outsources, like not cleanliness, like showering. I'm a clean person. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not about, I'm not about the dishes life. Okay. I mean, I like to put the dishes in the sink and then I like to have like 17 blender bottles stacked up on the front seat of my car before I bring them all in like this and dump them in the sink. Okay. Like that's, that's how I roll. All right. So that's your husband. Am I your husband, Brittany? Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. All right. But like, 
I'm focused on my strengths. I'm doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on my strengths. I'm super great on live video. So I do a live, a lot of live video, but it goes back to, um, it really goes back to finding out what people's strengths and weaknesses are. So you can give them direction into what they become. And yes, your weaknesses can show us what we need to improve, but sometimes you don't need to improve so much on the weaknesses as it is make your strengths even stronger so that you can outsource your weaknesses. Does that make sense? Right? And then you be the mentor who encourages them in their strengths to allow them to really kind of overcome their weaknesses as they feel, as they feel weaker so that they can move forward to their potential. Right? So many of us are trying to do too many different things sometimes when that's not really what gets us where we want to go. I want us sometimes to reflect and think back on, um, you know, how did you get to rank five? How did you get to rank two? The months you were hitting MVP consistently, what were you doing? Okay. And why did you stop doing it? Right? There's nothing complicated about this business, unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it. Okay? There's, it's not. It's not a hard business. It's not a difficult business. It's an uncomfortable business. Like, nobody feel... I do, my voice, I am sick of my voice being so strained. Right? I'm sick of it. But I also know what I need to put in to get where I want to go. I also know that... I have to keep doing the things I am great at to attract the people that I want. I also know how important it is in my business. And I also know my business is my responsibility. Lisa Grossman does not build my business. I'm sure you figured that out. Lisa Grossman buys me a lot of things because uh, the empire makes her millions and millions of dollars a year. (laughs) Right? But Lisa is not building my business for me. So some of you, you're frustrated at your uplines. You can't stand them. Some of you are obnoxiously annoyed with the way your leaders are showing up. Okay. Okay. Be the leader. Right? That was one of the big obstacles I had to get through in my business, specifically when I pivoted to network marketing. I joined a company that was doing less than $200,000 in sales a month, which you can look at as a positive or you can look at it as a negative. I chose to look at it as a positive because there was nothing in place. So we created ad tag message systems. I started writing scripts. We started coming up with stuff. So it's okay when people aren't doing the things you want them to do. Can you do the things that you want them to do? Can you be the leader? Can you be the pace setter? I think of all the trophies I have, my favorite trophy is ultimate pace setter. And the reason I think it's my favorite trophy is because I know that it shows you what it actually takes to build a business. And then you can find people's strengths and weaknesses inside of it. All right. The next thing when you're mentoring people is evaluate people's progress. There is a reason I love the Pulse app. I love the Pulse app because it allows me, hold on, Brian says buzz buzz me. I will call after this, or I'll say at top of our on call right now. Um, okay. So (laughs) Brian needs me. There we go. Okay. So evaluate though. I love using the pulse app. I love using, yeah, the pulse app because I can see people's rank advancements. I can see who hit MVP. 
I like pulling reports. I like seeing how fired. I like seeing where people are in their progress. I like knowing how far from MVP somebody is. I like knowing who hits MVP by the 10th of the month. I like knowing what leaders are hitting MVP, period. I like knowing these things and evaluating, okay? So people need feedback, especially when they're early in their development. That's why I love Betty the Bot. I love Betty the Bot because one of them, our job as the mentor or as the coach is it's our job it's our job to get to to look over their page. It's our job to see if they're doing 10 uh, you know 421 appropriately. It's our job to determine if somebody is uh is showing up and doing the right things to build their business. It's our job to say, "Hey, I don't see a call to action." It's our job to say, "Whoa, a little bit heavy on the ketone conversation." It's our job to say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa." Okay, hold on a second. Beep, beep, back it up. Why are you, why do you have a Prove It logo as your cover photo or as your profile picture? Hold on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why did you post the sales flyer, right? Evaluating people's progress, especially at the beginning, especially at the beginning. One of the best things you can do as a leader is evaluate. And an honest mentor who genuinely wants to build people's businesses and help them is going to be unbiased. And unfortunately, sometimes this can hurt people's feelings, right? Like, whoa, I don't know why you were posting like that is, oh, whoa, what kind of business are you trying to run, baby girl? Like, whoa, hold on a second, little doggy. Okay. It's just honest, right? It's just honest. Who are you trying to attract with that? Okay. Hold on. Whoa. Hey, oh, hey, oh, 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 oh. You trying to attract business owners or are you utterly trying to attract with that one, right? And being honest and just saying, look, this is not coming from a place of where I'm attacking you. I just want to know who you were trying to attract when you were posting whatever it is, right? And so then, you know, that, that good mentorship comes in and you encourage people to stay on course. You encourage them to maybe go in a little bit of a different direction, that one degree shift, right? Or maybe even, um, you know, change an entire, their entire business plan. Who knows, right? And this is really cool. We had a super powerful call with the Circle of Champions this week with Brian. And he was saying, it's not about pivoting in your business so much as those little tiny changes. So for a lot of us, you know, um, I'll just tell you, Facebook was, it has been starting to get really annoying with me. I can't stop using Facebook because it's still my number one platform. I still go live and hundreds are live on there, etc. But even inside of that, it, like, I was getting annoyed that it was like all these people I'm trying to add to simple proven results from like carnivore groups or Scorpio groups or makeup groups or anything. I'm like, what in the tarnations? They're already all in simple proven results or 85% of them are. I'm starting to get annoyed. I'm like, come on, seriously? And so it wasn't really a pivot. It was more an addition. The addition then to say, okay, well, I already added Instagram and I'm crushing. I added YouTube and I'm crushing hey, might be a good idea to add some uh, TikTok and crush. Tickety-tockety, tickety-tockety. So, you know, and quite honestly, mentors can be mentored too. That took a whole bunch of people, you know, having quite a bit of success on TikTok and me going, all right, well, I guess I'll give it a try and going from there. So think about that. Mentors can also be mentees as well. And then the last thing, when you're mentoring that I will say is if you really want to build this business, like how many of you just out of like curiosity, how many of you really want to build a business? 
Like it's really important to you to build the business. Okay. Well then here's the deal. We have to be and remain committed and serious and write this one down available to the people that we say we want to mentor. I had a conversation today with baby mama Jenny and she was talking to me and she's like, she sent me another screenshot of somebody. They're not on our team. So don't worry. And she said, what is wrong with these people on TikTok and Instagram? I said, what do you mean? She sends me a screenshot. It's another person that's like, I bought the 10 day drink ketones challenge. I can't get a hold of my rep. I've been messaging over and over again. Here's the screenshots. What am I supposed to do? Are you kidding me? It's crazy. Wow. Whoa. Okay. And then I just got signed out from my device. Who just logged in as me? What the heck? Hold on. Okay. Like I'm hearing it constantly. Brooke just had four yesterday. Amanda says she hears that a lot. So I just want to know how committed are you? I just want to know how serious are you about this? I just want to know how available are you going to be to the people that you mentor? Because the development of potential leaders around you is a direct reflection of your commitment to them. Like, all right, hear me on this. This is, this is coming from my heart, I swear. Have you noticed there are more frontline champions than anybody? Have you noticed? My frontline is a bunch of assassin ninjas. They're ridiculous. They are so strong. But I want you to think about it. Do you imagine if I show up for you all like this, and this is the whole team, how do you think I'm showing up for my frontline that I've committed to? And then ask yourself if you're committed to them, yours, your frontline, your team. They are growing in direct proportion to the amount that I am committed to them. And so poor commitment equals poor development. Great commitment equals great development. And so by you matching their energy and pouring into them and committing to them and nurturing them, it grows so fast. Nurturing, you know, we use that word and nurturing we do for children. You wouldn't imagine giving, I hope not, you wouldn't imagine giving birth to a child and ignoring them. Some of you, you were that child, right? Some of you were, that was your childhood. And now you're like, no, I want to nurture. I want to develop. I want to give people a chance to discover their true purpose. I want them to have a chance to maximize their potential, right? Well, then be the leader who is serious. Be the leader who's committed. You can't be the leader who doesn't show up for their teams and expect your team to show up for their teams, right? They're just mimicking what you do. And so when you nurture people through your mentorship, they're going to win Their team's going to win, you're going to win, and everyone wins. But I want you to think about that. Are you going to be serious and available? Are you going to be committed? Or are you going to be somebody who is really difficult to get a hold of that then goes around you, then there's animosity going on, this person, da, 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 and then feels like they have to quit. Because mentorship is not that difficult. It's just really, really important. It's important to check yourself. It's important to be the leader. It's important your team sees you as the person who is hitting the multiplier, as the person who is showing up in recruiting and selling and committed to Zooms. If you think 
that I know y'all are on here, so I'm preaching to the choir, but if you think your team doesn't type your name in the chat on Wednesday night trainings, I wish you could see the text messages that I get from people who are upset that they're champs or leaders in general. Why doesn't my leader show up? Why isn't she on there? I don't understand. Why am I, why, I don't understand what's happening. It's a lot, it's, it, and it's literally, this is directed not at one line of business. This is across a lot of lines of business. But people see that. And then they start to think, oh, well, I guess I'm already trained enough too, so I don't have to get on the call. And then the entire business starts to self-sabotage as well. So I want you to think about who you want to be as a mentor. Who do you want to be as a leader? Who do you want to be as the person that people are looking up to? Right, Because all of us have that ability to be the leader that leads. All of us have that ability to be the mentor that mentors. And all of us have that ability to be the coach that coaches. It depends on how you decide to show up for them.